0: Assalamu salamu alaykum and welcome to episode 2 of Soul Food uh, Where we're going to talk about character as it relates to spiritual cultivation In this episode, inshallah, we're going to look at the importance of good character within Islam And the importance of changing one's character and how to change one's character and then we're going to end it off with a call to action, Inshallah, There is a great imam, a great uh, righteous man in history whose name was Ibrahim ibn Adham. May Allah have mercy on him. And one day as Ibrahim ibn Adham was uh, at the outskirts of a city, a soldier came to him, and this is a long time ago. A soldier came to him and asked him if he was a slave. Because right, he looked like a simple man. He was wearing simple clothing and so forth. And he said, are you a slave? And Ibrahim ibn Adham, even though he wasn't uh, a slave belonging to a particular master, or human being at the time, he interpreted it as being a slave of Allah. He said, yes, I'm a slave. And the man said, you know, where is the, where's like the city? Where's the downtown area of the city? Uh, and Ibrahim ibn Adham pointed at the graveyard. He said, here it is. He said, "Are you crazy? I'm asking you like where is like the actual, you know, where are the people at? Where is the whole city at? Where is where is it happening? Like where's downtown?" And Ibrahim ibn Adam, he said, "It's right here. It's the graveyard." And the soldier kind of got fed up and thinking that this man was just a slave, was just kind of like a low-class citizen. He hit him on the head and he went on his way. There was a few people nearby who saw what happened. So they came up to the soldier they said to him, they said, what, what did you just do? What just happened? He said, I was talking to the slave and he was talking all crazy and he said that I was asking him directions to downtown and he pointed at this graveyard and he said, this is where it's at. And he was just being all crazy. The people said to him, they said, do you know who that is? That's Ibrahim ibn Adham. Because he was known even during his lifetime as being an exceptionally righteous uh, person. So the, the soldier got really scared. So he ran back to Ibrahim ibn Adham and he kissed his hands and he apologized. And he said, you know, I'm sorry for hitting you. I didn't know who you were. Uh, And then the people around asked Ibrahim ibn Adham, they said, why did you say that you were a slave? He said, he just asked me if I'm a slave and I'm a slave of Allah. I'm a servant of God. So I said, yes, I'm a slave. And then he asked me, you know, where the where the downtown was. And I pointed to the graveyard because that's that's where It's really, that's where real life occurs. And then they asked him, you know, what had happened. He said, when he hit me, I asked Allah to give him paradise. And they said, why did you ask Allah to give him paradise when he wronged you? He said, because I knew when he hit me that through my patience, God would reward me. And I didn't want me to get reward out of what he did to me. While he deserves and receives punishment, so I asked Allah to give him paradise, because he did me a favor in kind of the eternal sense. So I wanted to do him a favor and I made dua for him. This is a beautiful example of refined character. Like someone you might be listening to this and you might say, Hold on, that's really extreme, you know, he has to get his right and he was wronged and so forth. And that has its place. There's there's you know, you're not completely wrong in thinking that but this is a sign of far deeper and more refined character and someone who's completed their yearning for what is with Allah and the hereafter and it's a high level of character and it's not easy like no one here is saying that it's easy but this is just an example of someone who has completely gone against their egotistical desires of their nafs and refined themselves. So that even when someone does something wrong to them, they try to return and respond to them in a way that's good. And that's a lot of what spiritual cultivation is about. It's about improving your character so that it becomes much more whole and much more uh, beautiful in its expression. And when we're talking about in soul food, this path of spiritual refinement, this journey within how do we have these you know, beautified souls and refined souls? The simple answer is that the Prophet Muhammad, peace and blessings be upon him. He is the guide to and the embodiment of all beautiful and lofty character. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, بِاللَّهِ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ وَإِنَّكَ That Allah says in Surah Al-Qalam, in verse number 4, Truly, you are upon an exalted character. You are at this pinnacle and peak of all lofty and noble character. That's what God said about the Prophet Muhammad, peace and blessings be upon him. All right. So that is the embodiment and the guide to all good character. And He said, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, خياركم أخلاقا. He said in a hadith narrated by Bukhari and Muslim. At the highest level of authenticity, that the best of you are those who have the most beautiful character. The best of you are those who have the most beautiful character. Let's be really honest. In today's world and in our own lives, and you've probably experienced this at some level, that one of the biggest things that turns people off from religion is when they see someone who's seemingly religious who looks like they're religious, but they treat them with ugly character. That is one of the biggest things that turns people off altogether. And they're just like, I want nothing to do with this. That when they see someone, oh, you're religious, you kind of have this, you look the part, but internally their character does not live up to their religiosity that they look like. And that is one of the biggest difficulties that when someone is harmed by someone who's apparently religious, to get them to reconnect back to their religion. And if you look at the companions around the Prophet Muhammad, they even talked about this. And in today's world, we have to revive this balance of what Islam is really about. Sayyidina Anas Ibn Malik, the, uh, one of the companions of the Prophet, may God be well pleased with him, he said, a person can reach high levels of paradise through having good character without being devoutly worshipped, a devout worshipper. In other words, a person through their good character can reach high levels of, of paradise without uh, striving in worship alone. And then he said the flip side is true too. And a person can reach the lowest pits of hell through having bad character despite being a devout worshipper. I mean, this is really scary. A person can reach the lowest pits of hell through having bad character, despite the fact that they were worshiping all the time. So it shows here that the priority, right? And, and in, you know, I've I, I noticed this. I don't know if this has been your experience, but a lot of what we see today is prioritizing acts of worship without prioritizing the state of people's hearts, the state of people's character. And you know, we we deal with a lot of people who are arrogant because they think that they're so pious and they, they mistreat people because they think that they're better than them. But that's not right. That's not a true expression of Islam. That's not a full expression of faith because the Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, said the best of you in the sight of God are those who have the most beautiful character. But at the same time, when we talk about character, and we talk about people who appear to be religious but don't have the character that they need in order to truly be religious, we don't go to the opposite extreme and say that worship isn't important as long as you're just a good person. That in reality, in Islam, worship is important. Having this you know, this private connection to the divine through worship and dhikr and recitation of Qur'an and fasting and all of these things that relate to practice is important. But it's just as important, if not more so, to also live internally through one's character and the state of one's heart, Islam as well. So, you know, we need to be people of balance. And we need to have everything and understand everything in its proper place. The Prophet, peace and blessings be upon him, he taught us the sign of actually having true and proper character and a full understanding of faith. When he said, "Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that none of you truly and fully believes until you love for others what you love for yourself. Until you love for your brother or sister what you love for yourself. That is the expression, that is the realization of beautiful character. So that's the importance of character within Islam. So we've heard about that, we know about that, we we recognize its importance. So now what do we do? Imam al-Ghazali, May God have mercy on him. The great scholar, he said that the heart and the soul of the human being is like a seed. And in order for that seed to grow and to bear fruit for us to reach our full and true humanity, it needs to be cultivated properly. That you need to water it properly. You need to give it the right amount of sunlight. You don't give it too much water. You don't give it too much exposure to the sun. Everything needs to be done. Uh, properly in order for that seed to cultivate and grow into its full potential. And he says, Rahimahullah, Imam al-Ghazali, that the human being is the same way. And that real change of character, it's not something that we do abruptly. It's not something that we go uh, in into with extreme reactions. But it's a process. It's a long-term experience. Islam is a marathon and not a sprint. And so in order to change our character, we have to recognize that it's something that will be a lifelong journey and a lifelong process. And we have to take it one step at a time. And Imam al-Ghazali then says, the way to change your character, the way to spiritual cultivation and refinement is by forcing yourself to change. And this is the hard part. Like This is when we have to get really honest with ourselves, when you have to ask yourself the question, Where am I at, and how can I improve? And looking inside is not easy. We can go for months and years without actually critically analyzing ourselves. The way to change is by forcing yourself to change, and it's not easy. It's not easy. You have to recognize, you have to sit down and recognize what character traits do I have, which of those are good, which of those are bad, How can I change the ones that are bad? How can I improve upon the ones that are good? And it is a lifelong, long-term process. Just like that seed growing into a beautiful and healthy tree that bears fruit, that is our spiritual cultivation as well. So here's the call to action. Here's where we'll end it off with this call to action, inshallah. Tonight, before going to bed, just sit for five minutes. And think about one character trait that you want to change. Think about one character trait that you want to change, whether it's a temper problem, whether it's laziness, whether it's being stingy, you know, not being generous enough or not being patient enough or whatever it may be. Recognize one thing within yourself and think about one practical step that you can take to changing that and improving that. So for example, in the case of someone who isn't patient enough, you just have to force yourself to be a little bit more patient. Someone gets on your nerves, force yourself to just smile at them and be a little bit more patient in dealing with the way that they treat you. If you're someone who's not generous enough, find someone to give a little bit of charity to or find someone that you can give a gift to. Whatever it is, think of one thing. You know yourself better than I do and I know myself, and I can think about one thing that I need to change, and you think about one thing that you can work on to change. There's no better time than this blessed month of Ramadan. But we have to recognize and look within ourselves first before we can actually make a difference. And then also another call to action, which is a longer term call to action, is to study the life of the Prophet wasallam, and to look at his character because his character is an inspiration for all of us. And we can learn and thrive and be inspired and have more energy in changing ourselves when we study his life, sallallahu alaihi wasallam. So that's the call to action for today. Jazakallah kul khair for listening once again. And please feel free to give us feedback on social media, uh, uh, on Facebook and Twitter at Soul Food FM, And we look forward to hearing from you. جزاكم الله خير تيز كيبا سنيو دعاء السلام عليكم ورحمه الله استغفر الله